Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. We got Cara Mack in the back, and this is Talking Points. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. Talking down. <laughs> All right, Noel. So we're back with another episode of Talking Points. This new segment cooked up with the man in the back, Cara Mack. And um, this, what I want, we want to talk about is something that's been very prevalent in the news over the past few weeks, and that's since the incident on the set of Rust uh, involving Alec Baldwin and a cinematographer and... He pretty much uh, discharged. He says he didn't pull the trigger, but yeah. a weapon was discharged on the set of Rust and it ended up in the serious injury of one person and the fa- uh, fatality of uh, another uh, person as well. And like, um, what we wanted, what we came here to talk about really was, is there an issue with guns being on set? Because this is not the first time it's occurred. There's a legendary case of it, including Brandon um, Lee back in the 90s on the set of The Crow where a live round or something ended up in the barrel of a gun and he ended up getting killed. And now we have it kind of like resurfacing again with this latest um, kind of incident or this latest fatality on says Like The Rock has come out, Dwayne Johnson always be yeah, rock to I know me, him. but he came out and he was like, you're like, yeah, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> you mean or Dizzle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Dizzle, <laughs> or Dizzle. Um, <laughs> uh, but he, he said, he came out lately and stated that and on the Seven Books production, like his production company and any of his sets moving forward, that there will be no real guns, no prop guns used, that there'll be all be ru- rubber guns and there's the fire, the, the gun blast or whatever will be added in afterwards. And I mm. figured, you know, the rubber guns was a good idea because it matches the acting on the Rocks movies. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, <yeah. laughs> the, the thing is, I suppose after seeing like something like Endgame, let's just say, like which is because superhero movies are always a good gauge of how far we've come in, um, in uh, you know, special effects and things like that. But um, I thought, yeah, maybe there is no need for it. And even though it's hardly an epidemic, because like in, in Western cinema, uh, there's Haley Helena Hutchins or something, I think was the lady's name. And uh, we had Brandon Lee, and that's nine, that's 27 years. Um, yeah. But it's still too, too many. But when you just think about, I know like you think about like the star gets handed a load of gun, but when you think about like movies, like war movies and, you know, bank heist movies and stuff like that just how many guns are actually on set is crazy i wasn't even i wasn't even sure that everyone that was given technically what is an actual weapon i always thought like probably a lot of them were just synthetic guns especially if there's not a scene where a gun is going to be fired at all that you would just need a rubber gun just something that looks the part so i was surprised it's shocking really 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 asked a big question what is there even a point to having guns on the set and it doesn't look like there is um I think there is for authenticity, number one. Yeah, number, okay, go ahead. N- num- Make- number two, there's experts on set. Hundreds, if not thousands of movies are made globally each year, in year, year in, year out, right? Uh, number one, uh, that weapon obviously was not catered to correctly in terms of, this. The, I think it's the second unit director or something like that. I'm sure there should be a weapons master or prop master on set there. That should have cleared that weapon for usage. Yes, and there's and number, big questions about that woman as well. Ex- exactly. And number two, Alec Baldwin should not be pointing a gun at anyone at any stage of time. And if he thinks that tr- he didn't press the trigger, that's bullshit, right? Uh, he literally, he's negligible in what he did. And they're negligible in how they allowed that gun to be handled and how they allowed it to be prepared for the scene that I'm sure was about to occur or something. But like, in the end of the day, I just think there is a place for guns on set because an actor running around with a rubber gun is not going to pass. 
Like you're not going to be able to put the same feel of metal and wood and like the same weight of an actual gun in rubber and have it be authentic. You think, they'll fit, you think it'll, it'll, it won't pass the eye test? Yeah, 100%. And I, I think it not only will it not pass the eye test, I just think the actors won't react to it the same way, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. There, there is something to be said, again, for some level of authenticity. But I mean, at the same time, maybe it's one of these things where you probably get away with something for so long that you stop realizing that it's dangerous. Yeah. And that's because, probably what happened. As you said, there's like each movie could have hundreds of guns. On hundreds. Sure. I go through my head and I'm thinking of mm. like uh, Plat- Platoon and uh, Matrix and uh, Saving Private Ryan or something like that. Just the sheer amount of it. Because you think about, oh, the stars are given these guns. No, the extras, the, the, absolutely everybody are given these yeah. guns. Like a, yeah. a Braveheart didn't just have Mel Gibson with a sword. It had absolutely every everybody in Scotland with one. So and Ireland, yeah, sure, it was yeah. filmed here, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, fucking right. <laughs> but, uh... I was afraid. So, yeah, there is something to be said about, like, this is something that we did have a control on, that this was an anomaly, as yeah. opposed to being a standard thing, and it's still, like, two, two, two deaths too many. But at the same time, it is... There is... Obviously, you have to place blame on whoever was how, holding the gun. I don't, it, was, it was negligible. It wasn't Thomas Seidel. It this? was negligible. Let's weigh it up, right? If you're going to weigh, if you're going to look at it, you can't look at it in isolation, right? A film set is something that has more guns on it than any, probably any other occupation. In, and in any other way. SWAT room. Yeah, exactly. You know what you I mean? Know what like I mean? It is really so insane. how many fatalities really come from gun shooting or gun incidents on a film set in comparison to other jobs? Yeah. How many come from stunts gone wrong versus people actually been shot? Exactly. And nobody's thought, and no, I suppose you could say that nobody's caught. Like, although the gun thing for me just seems like it has a more obvious fix, as yeah. opposed to like not having stunts in films. CGI. CGI, I know, but like again, you, it, you know, if there's something that isn't going to pass the eye test. Yeah. It's stunts. Uh, but I remember like there's been there's been a good few. There's somebody died in the set of Troy, I remember, and there's somebody somebody died recently on the set of some. But it is like I think stunt Batman Begins dying. as well. I think two people yeah. died in making it. I think. Yeah, that's right. And I, I think also the, I was watching an interview with some woman who had done. Uh, you just so hope it's a good stuff. movie, though, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah if you're going to. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, if you're going to die, like. <laughs> she lost her arm and the insurance. It's like, oh, fuck, Pearl Harbor. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine. Like, yeah, the worst catastrophe that's ever happened in this place ever. <laughs> <laughs> My father imagine, died in a stunt gone wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. In what movie? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine though, there's like probably survivors of Pearl Harbor watching that movie in Pearl Harbor. Like, this is the worst thing that's ever yeah, happened this here. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Happened to Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. But, um, no, I think, like, I just think uh, if you look at, like, schools, more people get shot in schools than they do in film sets. Like, yes. Schools, are, that means, like, film sets are inherently safer places than most everyday places because schools are supposed to be the safest place you can go. That's hard to argue. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? mean? It, you, you could, if you want to just lay the numbers down. That you then there's no counter argument. I can't even play a devil's advocate. If you want to yeah. lay it down into numbers, that that then that's just undeniable. Yeah, like I'm sure there's more incidents that we don't know about in smaller productions or in less publicized areas of the world, or there's less safety, or there's less like care taken with the ammunitions or the munitions that are on the, the set at any given time. And I know we only hear now the high profile ones. Would we have heard of Helena Hutchins if it wasn't Alec Baldwin the shot her? Like that's perhaps the thing not. That, you know Perhaps what I mean? Not. 
And the reason, like, but we've heard about Brandon Lee. If he wasn't Brandon Lee, like, he's Bruce Lee's son. So anything that happens that's attached to a rising star, all of that kind of thing. Like, yeah, exactly. He only had three movies to his name at that time. Yeah, exactly. Like, and he's like a legacy actor. Like, you know, he's a superstar from his father's like uh, own fucking lineage. And I just think that obviously this thing occurs more than I'm giving him credit for. I'm going to say, oh, what have you heard about? What you heard about? Whatever. Of course. yeah, and I'm sure there's industry experts that would say, well, this happened and this happened and this happened. But I think a lot of the times it comes down to negligibleness. Negligibleness? That's not a real word. Negligibility? Uh, yeah, neglectfulness. Neglectfulness is probably yeah. an actual human word. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and it's just neglect. But I just think it comes down to something like you said earlier, is when something becomes so safe because nothing occurs, you forget how dangerous it really is. Yes. And the only reason it became safe in the first place is because how expertly you're handling those things. Like on a railway or on a train or on a plane or anything. All those things are inherently dangerous. A train, a train track, airplane, it's up to 40,000 feet in the sky or whatever. But the engineers take care of everything in a way that it's no longer dangerous. It yeah. seems safe. They always yeah. say the safest way to travel is an airplane, which is kind of counterintuitive because you're in a steel box. 40,000 feet in the air but because it's so well engineered that you trust the process yes. but if anybody in that process goes oh look we haven't had a crash in five years and they start being laissez-faire lackadaisical yeah. a crash will occur and I think that's the same thing with movie sets that it probably that is how most of... crashes occur like exactly they yeah they don't check every little one board every little or something shit, you know. because it doesn't it's one bolt a group of terrorists whatever you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I said it but then again even when you said planes the thing as well whenever there's a plane crash it's huge news oh yeah bermuda triangle as well though by the way we can't forget yeah. about planes but like anytime yeah but anytime anything happens with a plane we hear about it like it yeah. is just something that and that's the other thing like um or if you know Russia cons- shooting the, you down i yeah. said it but it's public consciousness there's probably more people talking about guns on sets now than there is the food crisis in yemen it's just mm. like oh shit this is what the public are talking about and we need to like put out a yeah. statement or we need to like it's like a case do- where people are talking too much about Alec Baldwin, not talking enough about Jeffrey Epstein and yeah, the, the shit that went on in that fucking hellhole of an island. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like absolutely. It's, it is. It's and then, so there's there's probably culpability on the media side there, but there's never any yeah. surprise there. No, but I think it's I think it's a case of like as like touching on what you said, it's like something is so inherently dangerous. I just think though, like maybe Alec Baldwin, who was someone that's been in a lot of action movies. Who's been on a lot of movie sets? He's like been there for 20, 30, no, about 30 years, let's say. He's been on movie sets day, time in, time out. And he's been around guns probably thousands, if not hundreds of thousands oh, of man. times. Probably like Alec Baldwin's, guns. what, 40 yeah. years in the industry? Exactly. He's, you know been, I mean? like, he's never dropped below B. He's been yeah. an A list or a B list and he's had comebacks and he's dropped mm. off the radar for a while. But he's Alec Baldwin. Like Always he's, working. Always working. And like, I just think, how many times has he probably pointed a gun at someone and pulled the trigger on setting that and That's it, because it doesn't, because it, that's it, it's lackadaisical, you, you stop yeah. worrying about it. Yeah, and the same yeah. thing with those planes, as soon as you forget to check all them bolts, what's going to happen? The fucking yeah. wing's going to come off. The wing's going to come off, exactly. And that you is, know what I mean? Like, And so, it's probably a c- case of he just didn't look down that prop, or that prop wasn't cleared correctly or some shit, I don't know, but I think what you touched on is like, if you're around something so long... That you become lackadaisical, you know, and that's yeah. what the, the the danger increases because of it, you know. Well, if you were the king of movies, because I know there's mm. different studios and there's there's not even just Hollywood. It's not it's different not like studios. It's extreme. like Disney and Warner Brothers is all that's left. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's all all is Disney. 
Yeah. Um, but let's just say that you were the king of all movies. Everything, you were the guy whose desk it had to go to. What This comes to you and you say, a woman called Hannah Hutchins, she's a cinematographer, she's after dying on set, somebody else has been injured. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a real gun was used. or uh, like, Joel uh, Souza was the other person that was injured. Okay, cool. Um, but what, what, what <gasps> do you say? Just well, this hypothetical where... where um, and just say, say, and of course you have to take into account because it's a money-making business that the public are on this. Well, I'd say, number one... Um, guns are needed for authenticity. Number two, experts are hired to avoid this situation. Number three, you have to look into the personnel that were involved. Alec Baldwin, you have to look at your assistant unit director or second unit director, I'm not too sure. You have to look at your props manager. Arms master or something yeah, exactly. like that she was called. Like yeah. Exactly, you need to look at her and you need to look at how the weapons were prepared in for the rest of the movie. You need to look at the, the weapon itself to see if it was live at the time. You need to find out with all the eyewitnesses accounts that you can figure out and find mm. out whether or not this was uh, equipment failure, if this was a personal failure, person's error or human error, if this was just neglect, if this was a case of Alec Baldwin acting the fuck. Like these things have to be taken into account. You can't just be like the see, the problem is with the rock. It's too all sweeping, and that's the like the rock is. I was about like, to use the word sweeping. I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The problem with him is that at the moment is he is so mainstream. That he has to do everything to keep a hold of his clean cut yeah. um, image. He's so mainstream now. And he's so like, wholesome. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly, he does like, play this kind like, of wholesome dad. He plays the rock and everything. He plays the rock. have become so monotone. It's I've seen. I've seen four. Somebody said. Seen me, yeah. like, and it's, it's easy. Somebody said these are four different movies, and yeah. he's wearing some sort of tan colored tan shirt. shirt. Yeah. And he's in. I don't know, like some sandy or, yeah. or jungly kind of it's area. It's like two of them were Jumanji. I think one of them was uh, was Jungle Cruise, and I don't know what the other one was. Were the two different Jumanjis? Then was it Jumanji one and two? Or something I think so. Like I think one was Jumanji, and the other one was Jumanji Next Level or some shit like that. But okay. like. I think it's a case of The Rock um, overreacting here uh, because he's so mainstream that he feels because his voice is so important in a sense that he's got so much of a large following online, his movies are so successful in terms of box office, his appeal is so massive in terms yeah. of his broad, broadness of appeal that he thinks that he has to speak out in certain things. I don't think he'd, like, he, yeah. has, he has a production company and he's every right to produce his movies in the way he does. And he's making, he's in four movies, big movies a year or something. Yeah. Like he's, he is, yeah. he is the action star of this particular. And, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, I just think that it's a case of like, you don't get a Rambo with a rubber gun. You don't get a Predator <laughs> with a rubber gun. You don't. And the thing is, we're, we're going too far away from the top echelon of action movies. And we're getting this fucking schlock. Uh, I love Fantas uh, Fast and Furious, but it's schlock. Like I, I like Jungle Cruise, oh, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's stock. It's like a, a, a watered down version of the Mummy without any of uh, Brendan Fraser's charisma. You know what I mean? Like it's like there's no chemistry between Emily Blunt and The Rock when they were trying with the same with Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz was flawless. You know what I mean? But you see, that's I always find sometimes, like you said, the eye test. Sometimes you can see when chemistry is forced, and that's not chemistry. It's, yeah. an, it's, a, it's an oxymoron because it's not. It looks like his uh, food. Yeah. Voice, uh, <laughs> voice with. But I think anyone with Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser was yeah. just such a character to bounce off. Like, I'm so glad he's having a, what they're called, what are they calling it these days? A second act? Yeah, Indian Summer. Like, uh, the McConaughey's was the best one. Do you remember McConaughey came back? 
Yeah, uh, the reconnaissance. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Even yeah, just for that word, I'm glad he had a comeback. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but you can't even top that, though. Like, but I don't know. I just think um, it's too sweeping. I just think there's so much authenticity to be gained by having real life weapons. You just need to put actual experts on set, and you need to, like, somebody you know, on the. Somebody, sorry to talk over you. Somebody no, on the no, road set, I'm trying, and it's only coming back to me now, so I don't have the name. But we're saying like they'd be back, walking, it's all coming back to me <laughs> but they were walking and they would be walking down, and all of a sudden, like there would be a couple of uh, gunshots, you know, and uh, somebody he was going, Jesus Christ, like do we not do these tests at a certain time so yeah. that we know, like would it not should this not be regimented just like everything else is regimented? But when we get to break for food is regimented. How many scenes we're going to get in the day? How we use the sun is going to be regimented. So can, we, can this not be fucking regimented? I, I, you know, I'm paraphrasing massively, but he was saying that there was just this, like, shots going off all of the fucking time, and you're thinking, dude, these Unrust. are weapons. Yeah. Somebody who came forward, and some, I don't know, maybe a, a, a tertiary character or something. I may look into it now. Yeah. They, they were just saying, but like you said, even if they just brought in one extra stress test, where they were like, okay, this is the weapon that's going to be handed to, uh, <laughs> here, here it is, here's every, like you, like two arms masters. So you handed like two two people to do quality control instead of one, and you kind of go right. These are these guns are all good. There to is go. two and then though. Have, is there two? Is there always two? That's They're the thing. I admit to, be, to not knowing exactly what the protocol I'm, I'm is. Pretty sure it's supposed to be the assistant unit, uh, either the second unit director or the assistant unit director, or some shit, and the props ma uh, master or yeah. guns master or weapons master, whatever title they slap on them. I'm pretty right. sure they're the two that are supposed to clear the weapons before each scene. So when you, how 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 culpable do you think you are then if you're an actor of forty something years and you uh, are for the umpteenth billionth time um, handed a weapon and you fire it and somebody dies because I don't know if Alec Baldwin did something that Keanu Reeves hasn't done. Well, he is culpable because he pointed the gun at people and he shot. It. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. That's, that's you as know, simple as that. Like, yeah, but it, uh, they're obviously like, how far? How gun, big is the gun? Didn't someone didn't cast the spell on the gun? And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, Rory Morialis, Alec Baldwin shooter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like this gun no. was not checked for black magic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I, black I, magic lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, um, like, how much grey area is there between somebody taking a gun out from their desk and shooting somebody in order to kill them? and being handed a weapon that you were under the impression was, I think they just called it a cold gun. I think it's well, simply called. I'll put it to you in the case of the exact reason there's experts on set shows that it's a dangerous thing. Like if there was no experts on set, if there was no prop manager, there was no reason to clear this weapon and it was inherently an undangerous item because there was experts there that weren't there to prevent it from being dangerous and being mishandled in the wrong way, then I think you're completely culpable because you know this fucking gun, whether it's cleared or whether it's cold, whether it's hot, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it inherently is dangerous because that's why there's experts there to make it safe. So there's no right. reason you should be fucking around with it. It's like, go, all right, I go to my kid. I'm the reason you don't stab yourself with that knife because uh, my expertise is I stab myself before with a knife. It's not good. Don't do it. That yeah, knife is yeah. inherently dangerous. I'm, I'm, I'm anti-stabbing self. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I, uh, so my kid is like, looks at the knife looks pretty safe at a distance but well, i've been warned by a person that has more expertise with that knife to say yeah. that that knife is dangerous don't fuck around with it and the same way alec baldwin i'm sure who's been on hundreds of sets 
who's been in thousands of hours of movies probably this stage. Yeah, and he's produced. He's yeah. produced. He's lended his voice to stuff. If he's narrated. Yeah, he's been inside every kind of imaginable <laughs> facet from of, inside. Is such a dirty word. Inside. But I was just thinking, like, on the if we go to the crow, I think it was Fun Boy or something was the the character uh, that he was one of the first people that Brandon Lee's crow goes after, and he's the man who pulled the trigger and it was it was a shell casing i think that, that hit him yeah. but it's still flying at that kind of speed of it's, it's yeah it's a piece of metal hot metal flying at that kind of speed it's devastating uh, and it was ultimately fatal but to the best of my knowledge he never served any time and he had he's, he's passed now himself unfortunately i have that's I, different though I understand but yeah but how, how, there go ahead take that it's take different that right i'm not sure if it was fun by but just for example fun by because okay. i'm understanding it was yeah. and i was I stand Literally correction looks but. identical to bon jovi i know that i think of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was like, I just like if, if he gave love a meth name yeah you know? i fucking love that movie so much i can picture that scene but um I think it's completely different because uh, Funboy or the actor that played Funboy shot him during the making. It was Funboy. Was I right about that much? Uh, that I, there was I a character called. There was Fun a guy Boy. called Funboy. I think that's the yeah. the guy. Uh, he's um uh, the little girl that with the skateboard. He's banging her mother. Or, yes. Sorry, making intercourse towards her. Ma- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> making intercourse. Yeah, um, but uh, he fired. He shot Brandon Lee accidentally during the scene, so he had every right to be holding the gun and pointing at Brandon Lee because that's what the scene called for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, that's a good point. That this was like okay, um, the take scene four, take five, click, and this was where I'm actually told yeah. by a director, by whoever, it passed the smell test that yeah. I was supposed to pull the trigger. Exactly, that's fair. You know what I mean? That's like, fair because it wasn't. That's that's fair because it wasn't an actual live scene, wasn't it? Nobody ha- had said how many action, times nobody is, had clipped the board. Exactly. How many times is Brandon Lee shot already in that movie? Man, remember the scene where he's standing on the end of the table? That's where he got killed. And, ev- and everyone, uh, yeah, I was on. See, I always thought it was until I came across something that said that it was fun. Now I don't know whether it was fun by in that scene, but I think he's dead by that stage of the film. Yeah. So um, I don't know whether it was him in that scene or that where Brandon knees at the bottom of the bed, and he shoots him. Now again, yeah, what I heard was correction. he got shot off the end of the table and never got, got back. Yeah, up. that's what I understood for years. Yeah, and years. There's so many urban legends on it. That's a movie we exactly. definitely need to look into deeply. Like because he look, he passed yeah. and he passed from. Um, rest I, in I, peace. See, I, I think another thing. I think that could have been an like, actual error. Uh, what's yeah. the name? Uh, is it Halen? Halen News. Helen Hutchins, something or, like that. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Helena Hutchins, and rest in peace, Brandon. Yeah, Lee, of course. Yeah, he never said it. Say their names. Um, Gonna say your name. Um, I think with with Brandon Lee as well. I think there was an actual fault with the gun. Yeah, like I think the gun was set up to whatever the standards were in 1994, and uh, it was there was no there was primer in it, but there was a dummy round, and I think something catched something that should have been released the way you know the way um, as far as semi-automatic would release, uh, but the bullet casing. I think it fired that bullet casing, so I do think there was a a technical error. So I yeah. don't think anybody ever like did time for it or anything. As like far that. as I, I think know, it passed the smell test of nineteen ninety four. Yeah, I think as far as I know, a prop gun is supposed to like a shoot when it shoots blanks. That it pretty much it goes off in the barrel in a sense where it just creates yeah. that flash, and there's no yeah. projectile. And the, no projectile and whatsoever. That's where the deaths occur because we have Brandon Lee something projectiled Ovid, and the guy's obviously aiming the gun fucking centre mass because that's what the scene calls for. There's squibs yeah. on Brandon Lee. I think that's how they create the gun effect shot. So there's no yeah. impact to the actor. 
there's, none whatsoever. Yeah, no. so there's squibs, and they're. Tiny. I think my understanding is that the squib can even give you like a little bit of like a, a poke, so you yeah. can kind of it, it, it hurts a tiny bit, yeah. but it's just enough for you to kind of like. Yeah. Obviously, if you get shot in the shoulder and you go back left shoulder first, and you got shot in the right shoulder, obviously the, the, the squib gives you a little bit of authenticity as well. But yeah, zero projectiles. Yeah, and the, at all. Yeah, so that like so when it comes to a scene and someone dies. And no matter how horrible that is, and especially when you lose someone of the caliber of Brandon Lee and the legacy that he has attached to his name, yeah, uh, it's not fun by his fault. It's it's if not even it's if anyone's fault, it's the prop manager or the weapons master because that gun was obviously not set up correctly. It, yeah. it was either as we said earlier, it was either human error or equipment failure. So yeah. if it, I think it was equipment failure. Well, uh, then it's I'm, no one's I'm sure fault. Maybe things change. Yeah. But you have to understand. I suppose like the thing is like how often was that gun how, fired though? Yeah, and how, how old often was does, that gun? Again, how how often does this matter? I can't think. And don't get me wrong. If you did a deep dive, I'm sure there's a, a, like you know Bollywood and there's That's what I'm thinking. obviously Canada and of course there's more there's more examples. But yeah. the ones that we know about in the Western like the North world, Korean are, movie industry must be insane for deaths. <laughs> <laughs> I think those I think those are documentary. They actually no, kidnapped I, two um total side note. I watched a documentary about the Kim Dynasty recently. They kidnapped two South Korean filmmakers and held them for seven years to try and improve their film industry back in the day. Oh, wow. Amazing. Amazing commitment. That's what it's I'm saying. It's amazing that North Korea exists. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is. When you think about it, it's just incredible that in this day and age it exists. It's like, it's something that looks straight from the history books. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah something like a land, a land of time forgot. It's just yeah. incredible. It's like, it's like when you look at the old Nazi shit and you're like, how did that ever happen? And it's literally occurring right now in North Korea. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's fucking insane. But like, I just think that guns have a place in movies. They have a very important place in movies because I don't know if you're gonna get Daniel Day Lewis to come in there. And I know he doesn't do a lot of gun gun shoot movies, but you're not gonna maybe you're gonna get like a Leonardo DiCaprio or someone are you? To hold this rubber gun, Leo, and Leo DiCaprio's yeah. like. Dude, I just fucking learned this dialect of Native American. I learned this uh, dialect of Suan, just say, right? And he's like, I just learned this dialect. I just dragged myself in a fucking bearskin downstream. Now, this bearskin weighs about 300 pounds. I just had a fucking dude yeah. in a leotard jump up and down on my back and throw me on a fucking yeah. hill, right? I've been with a personal trainer for eight hours Yeah, a day, and you want me to carry day. a rubber fucking gun? No, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? This thing, like, I mean, it's the absolute necessariness of it, I suppose. It's time. And also, there's going to be just, like, the public or so. The public do, and it's, it's a double-edged sword, the public do have so much say now. Yeah. Massive. Because you, the last thing a company wants, look at Kellogg's right now. Yeah. It's not a good time for that. Wait, what's it's going on with Kellogg's? It's because that big cock they put in all their boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped buying Kellogg's because I can't afford it. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, but still, like, you know, yeah, fight the power. Well, people have morals. I just have, yeah, birth, have, I have a terrible budget. <laughs> I mean, something that's uh, called beta wonks. <laughs> well, that's the point I'm trying to make is that if we're like, if you don't do it, if you don't go the rocks way, yeah, are people going to go? Do you realize the 21st century fox are still using real guns even after the rust shooting? And people go, well, boycott 21st. So now is is the die already? No, um, I forget the expression, cast. so I'm not going to even try. Die, well, die is already cast. Yeah. Thank you. Um, um, no. So is it like is this all kind of is this all kind of just bullshit conversation because it doesn't matter because now the public have said this is what we want and that's how you're going to make money on films no. because it's a money making business right now or it's an altruistic one. What, what right now um, it's not going to affect blockbusters too much because most blockbusters are made by Disney and don't really have a lot of guns in them. It's a lot of superhero stuff, a lot of fantastic yeah. things. 
I don't think it'll affect that too much. It won't affect The Rock's movies too much anyway because he makes nothing but shit. Um, so the quality of his movies are going to remain pretty shitty um, because he just like he's so enamored with himself right now that he's forgotten <laughs> how to be a character. He's just he's just The Rock. Like if you no, look, he is just The Rock. Look, yeah. look at some of his earlier movies. Uh, get short? Uh, is it not Get Short? Sorry, Be Cool. Um, uh, like uh, that movie he made with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, what's it called? Sean William Scott. He was in one with him. Yeah, he uh, was in that one. Um, Thunder Sout- and Tales. Um, he was in the other one. Uh, what was it like No Pain? Um, or something like that, or No Gains. Remember that one where they kidnap a guy? Like he actually made movies back in the day, but he's just so overtly enamored with his uh, mainstream appeal. Uh, he's going to do and say anything that the masses say that he should do, or he feels that the masses yes. need think he should do. And I think The Rock, hopefully, will be an outlier. Um, and his movies, uh, are, like, aren't really like fucking good anyway. Like, they want, like, they're, I'll go and see them. They're entertaining, but they're not actual good movies. There's a completely no. different thing. You can entertain. They're not me. cinema. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not even not, that. Like, they're not even top quality blockbusters. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, you look I, at I, a skyscraper. I'm just like, gonna say know? it. When I'm watching a rock film, I actually feel silly wearing my monocle. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I take my white gloves off. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> These really yeah. long satin gloves that I'm trying. Yeah, I just think it's a case of like, there's a lot of movie makers out there that are just going to pretty much say, "We just need to be careful. We just need to do our jobs better." Yeah, and not pretty much do this whole cop out thing like the Rockstone. And I think what he's doing yeah. is a massive cop out, and it's a massive case of. I don't want to be held culpable for things that could occur. Um, so I'm going to have Robert's... And it's, it's kind of like the king, thing, like, I'm just going to, like, uh, just in case. It's just a big just in case. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want this to tarnish my reputation just in case this happens. And he's just being overtly, all, all sweeping, rubber guns. Like, maybe they look authentic. I don't know. Maybe they've been used in the pre- in past. I don't know. I don't even know why they can't just use steel guns that just aren't, don't have fire. <laughs> or, like, I don't understand why you need to be rubber guns now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you know, because you did, I, I kind of said, I don't, you know, like technically you could do it and you can get away with it. And like you said, but you did say, when you said Rambo and for some, you know, that big, long, fuck off Gatling gun thing yeah. that he has. A bullet fed, a belt fed gun, yeah, whatever yeah. you call it. I don't know much. But if that be made of rubber, it would just be like, oh, yeah, not yeah, for Rambo. Yeah. It does, like you said, it doesn't work for a Rambo. I have to say that resonated. Yeah, or even a Scarface. Look at Scarface. Yeah. It, literally, Al Pacino, when he was doing that scene, the top, because he made the Godfather movies, that he had this expertise in handling weapons on set. So they didn't yeah. tell they didn't tell him that the gun was going to heat up when he did that. Say hello to my little friend. You know that scene where he's like, bah, da, 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 da. and they never tell they never told Iconic him. Iconic scene. Yeah, they never told him the barrel was going to heat up because they figured this guy was in fucking three Godfather movies or two Godfather movies at this stage. Like we don't need to tell him that. He scorched. He didn't use a gun like that. Yeah, exactly. Godfather, yeah, exactly. That's what he said. Like, and he like scorched his hand off the barrel. And he get this. Did yeah, he? and pretty much you get that where he's like, ah, like where he kind of reacts. And I think they kept it in the movie. Or like, you know, he literally took, and that's why you can see him when he's shooting the gun, that one hand is kind of off to one side, because he literally just burnt the fuck over, like. I just think that even though Al Pacino got hurt, that authenticity that adds, when he's like, yeah. say hello to my little friend, that's a rubber gun. And he holds it center mass. It's yeah. Like he holds the one down there, he's groin. He's coked off his tits. And he's coked off his tits. Yeah. Like, like a mountain of cocaine, like. If you're going to go yeah, out, I, mean, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to say, right, that I think drugs are good or violence is good. 
But if someone says to me, list your top five ways to go out, my pick is the climax of Scarface in the top five. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Bury my oh, face yeah. in mountain of cocaine, have a Colombian sneak up me after I murder 50 guys. <laughs> yeah, rocket propelled grenade yeah. the door. Take out like eight or nine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Leon, apart from you know him being a clear pedophile, apart from that, okay, apart, <laughs> apart from that, from that the like, climax is incredible. Like, if you overlook the very, very small factor... <laughs> Just a smidge of paedophilia. Pederist, a small piece. professional. But um, So we're at uh, 31 minutes now, motherfucker. But like, do you want to have any final thoughts on this final thought when we get the fuck out of here? I, I, think, you've, I think you've kind of like swayed me over to your side. With best, when you, like, again, I guess it's not strictly necessary, but if it didn't pass the eye test, that's a horrible thought. Yeah. Um, I do think that there is a way to have this and have it be safe. And that's what we have hundreds and hundreds of th- hundreds, yeah. if not millions of hours of footage that we can go and see of people firing guns and absolutely nobody in actuality being hurt millions yeah. of hours yeah. and billions of rounds yes. of, of rounds in, 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 in exactly. inverted yeah, commas. Exactly. Um, so bah, 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 you're kind bah, bah, of bah. trying to and kind of say like, one is too many obviously something needs to change but obviously it's a guy like that girl the the the, the one who Elena was the armor, she obviously wasn't res- yeah well the cinematographer but the one who was the arm whatever the, the props the, master the, the props master obviously you need to be very careful with who you're hiring somebody who takes it very 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 seriously something that when when you were handed a coal gun that you never fire like you're walked off the set if you don't use it inside of the context that you're supposed to be using it when all of the smell tests have been passed like, so obviously we have to make sure this never happens again, but maybe there's a line that you can do that without having to go back yeah. to synthetic all of the way for every film going forward yeah. in perpetuity. I think it's a case. So maybe there's a line. This can't happen again, but there's more than one way to do that. Yeah, I think it's the clearest case of, number one, it's definitely going to happen again. Okay. Right. In in perpetuity? Yeah. yeah. Like in, in yeah. human existence? Yeah. Unfortunately. In the same yeah. way yeah. as a bus driver could be fucking shot working his job it's the just the, oh, yeah. the probabilities for anybody a stuntman's gonna die in a flip car yeah, in the next year 100 percent. like uh, 100%. like you know what i mean so there is dangers inherent with every situation including working on a film set but in my case in my opinion i think it's the clearest case of do more not less the rock is doing he's doing less i think you need to uh ingrain a safety nature into the film industry you need to ingrain everybody you need to teach everybody yes. on set how to handle a weapon everybody yeah not just everybody. not just the actors. Everybody needs to have some sort of tactical practice. And I think all film studios and all film uh, industry or uh, all film production companies could look at this and go, "Here's a way of educating ourselves better. We can do this. We have yeah. the money. We have the manpower. We have the weapons masters. We have the prop masters. We have the firearms yeah. at hand. We can teach people fire safe, fire uh, hand safety or or gun safety. And I think it's a case of just do more." Hire more people, be like better, you said. As the people say, just be better. Yeah, exactly. Just do your job better. Um, the money's there. The experts are there. I think what The Rock is doing is silly. Um, and I just think it's a, a case of him just like trying to avoid culpability, trying to hold on to his image. When it's a case... He's probably of, trying to help his image. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's at the forefront of the conversation and it's a big conversation. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to accuse him of cloud chasing because I actually do like The Rock. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, no, I just... Maybe. Not even cloud chasing. I just think it's like he's just uh, image nurturing, you know? I think, uh, yeah. Like that kind of yeah. thing, you know? So, I just think it's a case of when you have the budget and you have the experts and you have the expertise and you have filmmakers who know how to make world-class films, I think all the ingredients are there to just make it safer and do it better and, and, yeah. and continue going the way you're going, but in a better way, in a more educated way and have people that work these movies 
that anyone that is going to be in contact with a gun at any time have the cinematographers, have the directors, have the producers all have firearms training and across the board uh, education on how to uh, handle guns, how to make sure a gun is clear and uh, also like it's not the tomfuckery and uh, like and no more pointing guns at people at sets no more fire this didn't have to happen yeah. so don't let it happen yeah yeah, exactly yeah. i think it's a serious case so just do as you said just be better and that that's yeah. the case it's like guns should be in films guns should be on sets just stop fucking around with them and teach yeah. people they're not toys yeah that's they're not toys yeah, yeah. And and there's only you don't have to make them toys, but you have to recognise that they're not. And maybe that's that's the, the bullet point. Yeah, exactly. In that oh. case. So they have a place, but they just need to be handled with care. Like exactly. you know what I mean? Like most dangerous things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, like most dangerous things. Um, All right, Finn, we'll get out of here. I think we've covered that as much as we're going to. Cool. I think we fixed it. I think we fixed Hollywood. Yeah. That was pretty good. No for biggie. Half hour. Um, no biggie. That's what we do. It's what do we what do. We do what we do. do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So motherfuckers, this was talking points, and um, that was about guns on set. Do they have a place? And I let us know what you think. So I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, No John Two. We got Caramac in the back, and that was talking as points. And uh, see you next time, motherfuckers. Talking time. <laughs>